dear children we have reached a point in shrimad bhagavat mahapuran where we are going to learn about ram avatar yes our own favorite ram ji and ram ji's stories are immense there are so many so many stories that even if i keep narrating to you every day for hundreds and hundreds of years the stories won't get over but we'll try to listen to a little bit in 7 days today we'll listen to the story of balkand which kand balkand long 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 time back there was manu and shatrupa they were sitting in deep penance and meditation they were praying and praying and praying and praying and they did not eat they did not do anything they just sat and prayed and soon they stopped breathing also when they stopped breathing everybody got worried so the lord had to come he came down and he said you have been pure, praying so so hard with a pure heart what is it that you want manu and shatrupa looked at god and they said we do not want anything we want you o lord shatrupa said i want a son just like you i want to be your mother and manu said i want to be so devoted that to you that no matter what i would not be able to live without you the minute somebody separates me from you i should just leave and not breathe any more god said tathastu tathastu sure soon manu and shatrupa both of you will be born as dashrath and kaushalya at that time i will come as your son and i will be known as ram i will teach everybody how to live a beautiful righteous life saying this the divine lord disappeared on the other end there was mayhem everywhere a rakshas called ravan and his brother kumbhakaran were destroying everything that came on their way they were troubling the humans they were troubling the devas they were troubling all the lokas everybody was so miserable you know ravan stole away kubera's pushpak viman yes his beautiful aeroplane also he stole away his city of gold and he made it into lanka he was miserably evil and kubera and the devas were so so sad they went to god and they said please help us please help us won't you come down and take away this terror he is threatening he is eating he is harming he is tormenting all of us the lord smiled and said tathastu 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 i will come down very soon as promised to manu and shatrupa i'll be born as their son ram the time is very near oh dear gods please don't fear saying this that divine one disappeared gods waited and waited and waited and when it was time for the divine one to be born as ram all the gods decided to go down to earth some became monkeys some became squirrels some actually became the bears also because they knew one day the lord will come to the jungle and we'll be able to see him and be with him the others became the sea creatures and some became the ants all of them just desperately wanted to help and be with god 
time went by and Dashrath was born and so was Kaushalya. Dashrath got married to Kaushalya and Kekai and Sumitra amongst his other queens too. And he was very, very sad. He was the ruler of Ayodhya. Dashrath himself, he was getting older and older. But there was a vacuum in his heart because there were no children in his house. It was lonely. There was nobody to laugh. There was nobody to talk with. He was the king of the worlds, but he did not have any children of his own. He was sad and very sad. He would keep quiet and gloomy all day long. One day, Guru Vashisht came and asked him, What is wrong with you, Dashrath? Why are you so gloomy all the time? You are the king of Ayodhya. You can go and fight battles with the devas and demons. You are the greatest of them all. You have the richest and richest and richest of the whole world. Why are you so sad? Dashrath said, I am sad. What is the point of living a life without any children? My palaces are empty. My queens are lonely. All I wish is to have lovely little chirpy children running around the corridors of my palace. Guru Vashish said, That is not a big problem. I will help you. We will call Shringi Rishi and he will have the Puttakameshti Yagna and the fire god is going to come out and he is going to give you a little bit of keel. You give it to your queens and then you will have the brightest and the loveliest of children in your house. They'll be naughty, let me tell you. And there won't be silence in the house anymore. They will run here and run there. They will be noisy and naughty and cheeky at times. Oh, it's okay, he said. It's okay, he said. That is what I want. I want noise. I want shouting in my house. I want fighting in my house. I want children. And so the yagna was conducted and came out the fire god. He gave Kheer to Raja Dashrath. Raja Dashrath ran to Ma Kaushalya. He said, listen Kaushalya, have half the Kheer. And then he called Kekai and Sumitra. They both came and they got again. Kekai was given one half of the remaining half and that was given to Kaushalya again. And then Kaushalya divided the half she had with Sumitra and KK gave the half to Sumitra. Now you have to calculate which half went where. See, it was one half went to Kaushalya, then the half was left, then the, again that half was divided into half went to KK and half went to Kaushalya. From the other half, half was given to Sumitra by KK and half was given to Sumitra by Kaushalya. Did you catch it? Don't worry. Everybody got the keer. It is said in some stories that Sumitra's share was taken away by a bird and it was given to Anjanima through which Hanumanji was born. But over here, again, all of them, they had the keer and soon time went by. There were going to be lovely little babies in the palace. Everybody was so happy. They were celebrating and the heavens found out that God is going to take birth. So they crowded the skies. It was like chariots after chariots. All the devas wanted to see God. They wanted to be the first one to witness. But God said, listen, if you keep staying up there with chariots and chariots and chariots, the secret is going to let, get let out, right? Nobody needs to know right now. Go, go, go. Go back to your kingdoms. Go back to heaven. Please, please.
it is time for me to be born and sure and soon you'll get to see me so the deva said okay so they all went away now the sky was empty it was chetramas the ninth day of chetramas and it was time for shri ram to be born but shri ram could not be born just like that right he had to take permission of his mother and tell her who was coming to be her son so shri ram first of all decided to take permission of his mother so while kaushalya ma was sleeping suddenly what did she see oh my goodness there was a big magnificent form her eyes were being blinded by the shine it was shining and glowing it was the divine lord maha 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 vishnu with thousands of heads and thousands of faces and thousands of hands and he said ma kaushalya said ma i am going to be born to you oh really is it you are going to be my son but then knowing this form of yours i will just be able to pray to you i will not be able to be your mother because mothers have to sometimes cajole and sometimes scold how will i scold knowing that you are gone how will i cajole knowing that you are gone please 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 i do not want to remember this form of yours as divine god i want my baby my cute little baby please take this form away from me and god said tathastu so that form disappeared and suddenly there was a sound of crying oh not one sound of crying there were four sounds of crying ram bharat lakshman and shatrughan all four of them were born there was celebration everywhere everybody was so happy sweets were flowing muffins were flowing the sun decided not to leave the sun said i am going to stay over ayodhya i am so happy there was happiness everywhere fire crackers and sweets and celebration and holidays from school everybody was celebrating after all ram is born who wants to go to school everybody wants to look at that cute little blue baby yes two of them were dark and two of them were fair all of them were so 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 lovely there was joy just everywhere and soon they started growing and while they started growing they would wear their anklets and they would go chum 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 here and there with curd smeared on their mouth they will run hilter and tilter the mothers would run after them saying please eat your food it is time now but they would not listen then raja dashrath would carry them and get them back and say come on my dear child don't trouble your mother come eat one such day when kaushalya was sitting she saw ram was sleeping so she went to do her puja when she went to the prayer room what did she see ram was sitting there eating vishnu's laddus she said but ram was sleeping wasn't it she went back and when she went back to the cradle what did she see ram was sleeping then she went back again ram was eating laddu she went back again ram was sleeping again ram was eating laddu ram was sleeping ram was eating laddu. oh my god she said what is happening how can my baby be in two places at the same time and she just sat down again from ram ji came that divine form bright as thousands and thousands of suns with thousands of heads and thousands of arms and thousands of faces and he said ma I am the divine bliss I am the divine god born to you mark oshelia said I have told you please don't show me this divine form I don't want to remember you as the divine god I want my ram so that I can love him and scold him and cajole him if I remember him as god how will I be a true mother to him 
please, please, please don't do this to me. When this happened, God took away the memory of this form and became that little Ram. Time went by and Ramji had to go to Vishwamit, no, Vashishtji and be in the ashram with Ma Arundhati. It was time at the age of five, all the children would go to the ashram, rich or poor. They would lead a simple life with everybody. They would sleep on the floor. They would go sweep the floors. They would help in the kitchen and cook. They would learn the Vedas. They would learn science. They would learn math. They would sing songs. They would go to the jungle, chop the woods. They would take the cows for grazing. They would clean. They would help. Nobody was a king or a pauper, be it a prince or or a servant, everybody lived like the same. And time went by. After finishing their stay in the ashram, they came back to the palace. And when they came back to the palace, the mothers had kept a feast ready. The feast was with so much of yummy, yummy food. It was like a big plate filled with the yummiest of treats. And Ramji was used to eating simple food in the ashram. So when he looked at so much food, he told his mother, Mother, give me some time. My stomach is used to simple food. If I eat all this, my stomach will get upset. Maybe a little later, Ma, can you give me simple khichdi and sabji for now? Mother said, Okay, my dear son, don't worry. And time went by. It was as if yesterday that Ram was born. It was as if yesterday that he lived with Guru Vashish. It was as if yesterday that he came back home. Now Ramji was almost 12 or probably 13 years old when Raja Dashrath was very happy. He said, my sons are back. The palace feels so amazing. I see them play and Ram is such a lovely brother. He never, never, never fights with his brothers nor does he want Bharat to ever lose. At times, he makes Bharat wins. All the time he makes Bharat win. Bharat and Ram and Lakshman and Shatrugan were the most amazing little boys Ayodhya had ever seen. When suddenly there was an announcement. Who is coming? Who is coming? Guru Vishwamitra. Guru Vishwamitra is here and he seems to be in a hurry. He is walking and he is pacing and he is hurriedly coming towards the court. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Everybody get up. Raja Dashrat also got up and he made Vishwamitra come in. Vishwamitra ji, sit down. Let me wash your feet. What brings you here? Vishwamitra ji said, I don't have much time, Raja Dashrat. I'll come straight to the point. I want to you to help me fight the demons. Tataka, Subhau, Marichi, they keep destroying my yagnas. They throw yucky things on my yagnas like blood and flesh and bones and I'm never able to complete my yagnas. You are the only one who can help me. Raja Dashrath said, yes, I'm always willing to help the sages. I will come with you. No, 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 no. I want your help, but I don't want you to come with me. I want Ram and Lakshman to come with me. Raja Dashrath just fell down. He said, they are little boys, little over 12 or not even 13, how can they go and fight sir demons, Tataka, Subahu, Mariji, they are my little tender children. How can I send them? Vishwamitra said, so you're going to de deny me? You're not going to listen to me? And his eyes became red, blood, shot when Vashisht Guru intervened and said, listen Raja Dashrath, Vishwamitra is a great sage. He has amazing powers. He is totally powerful and let him take Ram and Lakshman. I am sure there is a plan behind it 
As it is, the king should never deny. Raja Dashrath was very upset, but he called Ram and Lakshman and he said, My dear children, you have to go with Vishwamitra to defeat Tataka. She has the strength of 10,000 elephants. And Subhau and Marich, my dear children, you have to go. Ram and Lakshman smiled and said, Oh, we are ready. They roared like lions. And they said, Why are you so sad, father? We will go. Do the job and come back soon. You should not worry, father. Let's go, Vishwamitraji. Let's go. They were all set and they walked as if they were the strongest in the world. They walked and walked and walked, walked and walked and walked. Young little boys, but they had no fear in them. And then they started moving outside Ayodhya into the jungles. And they were so mesmerized. They said, this is the jungle? This is how the forest looks like? It is so green and beautiful. Look at the butterflies and the birds and the flowers blooming. Oh, wow. The waterfalls. Really? How amazing is this? Vishwamitra said, yes, it is. It is actually very, very lovely. Do you like it? Yes. We never knew. And look at the fresh breeze. Mm, the fresh air. It's so amazing, Guruji. Your life is so amazing. We have never been so far away from Ayodhya. And this is so enticing. And they started walking soon towards the jungle. And there they came close to Sarayu. Close to Sarayu, where Sarayu met Ganga, there was a patch. A dark, dark patch known as the Dandaka Forest. Suddenly, when they entered the forest, everything changed. The greenery became dark. The birds just disappeared. There were reptiles and owls, creepy foxes and tigers. It was as if ghosts and goblins lived there. And Ramji asked, Just a while back it was so green, and suddenly it's so dark. Even the sun is not allowed to enter. What is this place? My heart is feeling horrible from within. Vishwamitra said, Here lives the demon Tataka. She is scary and she eats everybody who dares to enter. Nobody who has entered this forest has ever come out. Listen, Ram, you have to destroy her. Her? Ram said, I, I, can't, I can't harm a woman. You said she is a demon, but she is a woman. I am not allowed to lift my weapons on women. Listen, said Vishwamitra. Evil has no gender. Evil has no religion. Evil needs to be destroyed. Ram, evil needs to be destroyed. Don't think too much. If she comes, just shoot. And there came Tataka. She had long nails and long teeth. She was are surrounded by ghosts and goblins and vampires, ready to chew on the people who passed. There were bodies hanging everywhere, headless bodies. And she shouted, ha, 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 three more people to eat. And she charged towards Ram. Ram took out his bow and arrow and he shot, but with one arrow, Tataka fell down dead. There was no more Tataka anymore. Ramji looked at her. Such horror and such evil. Who is she? 
Vishwamitra said, she was a yakshidi. She was cursed by Rishi Agastya. She and her son, Subhau and Marichi, they were cursed to become cannibals. They were cursed to become demons, bloodthirsty and hungry. But you have killed Tataka and her sons, Subhau and Marij are the ones who trouble me and they never let me complete my yagna. Saying this, they reached very close to Sarayu and they sat down for a while. He said, listen Ram, cross your legs Lakshman, close, cross your legs Ram, close your eyes. I am going to transfer all my knowledge, all my power, all the knowledge of weaponry to you. And I am going to give you a secret mantra. This mantra will protect you. It will never let you become tired or any harm will never be let close to you. Take this mantra from me. And they took all the powers one by one. All the powers were gushing and gushing and gushing and gushing and gushing in. And suddenly there was this glow, beautiful golden glow on Ram and Lakshman. Ramji asked, Guru Vishwamitra, you had so much of power. You could have destroyed the demons yourself. Why didn't you? He said, I am a sage. And sages never use their power to destroy. If I use this divine power to harm somebody or kill somebody, I would not be able to use this power for my yagna. And my yagna is for betterment of the world. That is why, Ram, you have to help me so that I can use my power for the greater good and you can destroy the evil. Saying this, they started walking towards Vishwa Mitra's ashram. On the way, there was this beautiful forest again. And Ramji asked, this place is so divine. I can feel the presence of Shivji here. Oh yes, said Vishwamitra. This is known as the Kam Ashram. Kam Ashram is the place where Shivji destroyed the Cupid. Shivji was sitting in Tapasya and Cupid, the god of love, came and he shot the arrow of flower on Shivji and Shivji opened his third eye and the god of love was converted into ashes. This is known as the Kam Ashram. Come, let's meet all the sages in Kam Ashram. Have a little bit of fruits before we move on. I know you boys are really, really tired. Or maybe not because now you have the mantra which keeps fatigue and tiredness away. Saying this, they went on and at a distance there was beauty and silence. There was serenity everywhere. Ramji could feel so much of love and joy in his heart. Birds chirping, butterflies flying, lion and deer drinking water in the same pond. So Ramji asked, Are we near your ashram now? And Vishwamitraji said, Yes, this is Siddha Ashram. Do you know, this is the place where Aditi and Kashya prayed and God was born as Vaman Avtar and he defeated Bali as Vaman, that little tiny dwarf boy. Ah, come. Now, tomorrow I am going to start my yagna. Ram and Lakshman, rest well. Tomorrow, you'll have to guard my yagna. It is a six days prayer and these demons are ruthless. Don't underestimate their power. Don't let down your guard. You cannot even sleep at night because their power becomes more in the dark of the night. When there is no light of the sun, the demons and the goblins dance. 
the rakshasas get fierce it is in the darkness that they attack don't worry said ramji me and lakshman are ready please sit down and start your yagna and they started the yagna om 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 vishwamitra and all the sages were busy doing the yagna they went on with par and agni dev the god of fire was sitting in the yagna and day one went by nothing happened ram and lakshman kept guard they kept circling around looked up looked down looked left looked right nothing came out and they went on second day third day fourth day fifth day and ram ji told lakshman lakshman be ready as this is the last day the sixth day the demons are going to attack they created a shield of protection around the ashram one end lakshman was standing the other and ram ji and they decided to protect and ram ji suddenly looked up it was bright and suddenly it became dark clouds of darkness as if it was all black all around and suddenly what did he see <laughs> Marich and Subhav came with thousands and thousands and thousands of demons. Oh, they were hideous. They were strong. They just wanted to eat Ram and Lakshman. They would normally take the sages, chop their head, and swallow their blood. They started throwing blood and bones and pus. all that evil thing they started throwing dead animals but because of the shield everything was being repulsed and ram said enough of this you cannot destroy and you cannot trouble the sages you cannot destroy any yagna when i am there and he started shooting with his arrows the dark clouds were no other than thousands and thousands of demons all the demons were dispersed and then came the turn of marich marich was shot and marich was thrown away a hundred yojans he was thrown and he lied down unconscious down in the ocean and subhav was not spared he took another arrow and shot subhav subhav shouted ah he fell down with the thund looking at marich unconscious and subhav dead whatever demons were left whatever goblins and vampires and rakshasas who were left just ran away shouting we will be killed we will be killed run run <laughs> all dispersed the yagna was successfully completed vishwamitra was very happy he said ram rest for a while stay here and later we have a few important things to do ram ji said is it aren't we going home yet i'm kind of missing my mother kaushalya ma i had just returned from the ashram and then you came guru ji oh no only a few more days and then we'll go back okay ram ji said and they stayed in the ashram for a while ram ji would take care of all the things over there and all the sages would tell ram about the purans the vedas and all the knowledge they had was given to ram ji now it was time to pack their bags and move on vishwamitra ji said we have to go to two very important places before that let's take a boat to cross so they sat and they were on ganga ah ram ji said it is so beautiful See now the Dandaka forest is not scary and hollow anymore. I can see greenery in it. I can see birds have returned. I can see it is so beautiful and mesmerizing. It is not dry. There is waterfall and there is sunlight. Wow, so beautiful Vishwamitra ji and Ganga 
Ganga Ma is so pure, especially where Sarayu enters Ganga. That is the most beautiful place. Sarayu enters. Do you know, Ram, who got Ganga? It was your ancestors. Really? My ancestors? Yes. Bhagirath is your great, great, great grandfather. He was the one who got Ganga down to earth. You belong to a divine lineage. Ramji smiled. He knew everything. But because the teacher wanted to give knowledge, he was just kind enough to listen to it. Soon they crossed over and they were going through a jungle when Ramji suddenly had tears in his eyes. Ramji wiped his tears and he said, Why are my eyes crying? Something is making my heart very sad. I feel as if there is a lot of agony. My heart wants to cry and cry and cry. Lakshmanji also suddenly had tears in his eyes. They entered a patch in the forest where there was not a single bird. There was not a single soul. There was not a single plant. There was not a single drop of water. It was empty. And the emptiness was eerie. It was sad. It was not scary like the Dandaka forest. Rabji said, my heart is hurting. There is so much of pain in this place. Where have you got us? My heart, my heart feels pain and I don't like pain. Who is hurting over here? There is so much of agony. Vishwamitraji said, do you know? There is somebody who has been waiting for you for eternity. Who is it? Look down. Ramji looked down and what did he see? He saw a big piece of stone. It was very big. He looked down and he said, What is this? This is Ma Ahilya. Ma Ahilya? But this is just a block of stone. No. She was cursed by her husband Gautam Rishi because Indra cheated her and she could not withstand Indra's power. So Gautam Rishi cursed her to become a stone and that she will live alone, a lonely life. Everybody will leave her and forget her till Ram, you come and the dust of your feet touch her. Is it, Ramji said? But Guruji, how can I put my feet on a divine woman? Isn't it wrong? He said, Ram, you do not know who you are. Just do as I say. And Ramji lovingly put his feet on Ahilya Ma's head, basically on the slab of stone. And she became a divine woman. She got up and she did pranam to Ramji. She said, everybody left me. Everybody forgot me. Everybody said bad about me. But God, you never leave your devotees. You never abandoned them. See, you came to save me. I knew you would come. You would not let me be like a stone. I was lying like a stone. Nobody came to help me. I faced the rain. It was cold in the winters. It was so hot. My back used to burn during the summers. Nobody came. Nobody came. Everybody forgot me. But Lord, you came to save me. I am so blessed. My husband curse was actually a boon and now I will go back and live with him. Saying this, Ma Ahilya touched Ramji's feet and she went away to Gautam Rishi's adobe. Ramji was amazed. He said, oh my God. And when he looked around, there was no sadness anymore. There was joy. There were chirping birds. There was kindness suddenly. Suddenly. 
all that pain had disappeared just by the touch of ramji's feet